Hello and welcome to another episode of The Mouth from the South. I'm your host, Pierre. And with me, as always, is our co-host, The Mouth. Hello, Mouth. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on with you today? I'm sorry? What's going on today? What's going on today? Um, I finished the Tupac doc, which was amazing. Super fantastic. Um, I highly recommend it if you're still not watching it. people out there because it's it's amazing uh what else is going on i mean nothing i you know i really enjoyed this show on amazon called power now you tell me about that um for some reason i was confusing it with another show but one on stars but power is about women that gain the ability to use electricity right or harness electricity exactly not harness they create electricity they like somehow like during puberty it's so it's like teens they don't really specifically say ages just teens um who grow this organ and so then all of a sudden like out of nowhere one day you know they just start growing these organs it sits on their chest and it basically <laughs> it's like makes them like electric eels so they have this like ability to harness electricity um but even deeper than that they can control people using that electricity um and get them to move or i they haven't shown really speaking, but move or in some instances, not move, you know, like to kind of freeze them and hold them. Right. Um, it, it's amazing. It is the greatest show that no one is talking about. I'm not surprised they're not talking about it. Huh. Um, I think the concept of women all of a sudden one day being able to have control. Also, um, you can give this power to like an older adult. So like say your daughter, you know, has this power, then like, sh- you know, they she could give it to you and only women. It doesn't seem so far men. Um, and, you know, there's like some things down the line, like I don't want to make it so spoily for everyone, but because I'm desperate for people to watch it. Um, because it's fantastic. I mean, it really does make you think. If you're not thinking when you watch the show or after or just even talking about it with someone and mentioning it, it really does make the wheels turn. Like, what would happen in society when women get control? What happens in society when you can't just, you know, traffic us, rape us, Hmm. do anything, beat us. You can't be mean to us. We're in control. Like, I mean, imagine, I mean, from every situation possible, I mean, not just like violence, but like even in a negotiation, what do you have over someone you don't? And I think it's very scary and it's not, you know, it's all over the world. So in this show, they, you know, they show, you know, each kind of region, I wouldn't say country, but region, they kind of show their, reaction, I guess is like kind of the best word for it without, you know, obviously going too deep, but like their reaction towards this event. So this um, is a worldwide I'm event. Sorry? Where this is a worldwide event that yes. these women, is it all women? Yes. They no, it's only like in this teenage range. This range. Okay. Right. They don't give specifics so much. It's just like in this teenage range. Okay. And it's- so, so it, but it, but the show takes place all over the world or different parts. It does. Of yep. And now like they're starting to show you how all these like individual stories that start in the outskirts are all kind of now intermingling with the, you know, whatever I presume is going to be like sort of the main um, situation. So the writing's fantastic. Kudos to those writers. Give those assholes a raise because they're doing a great job. Well, they're um, probably right right now, but that's fine. 
okay, well, that's what they're striking about, right? Money. Right. So, yeah. You 2%. know, listen, I don't I don't have a problem with always wanting to get more money. But if I was a writer talking about how sad my salary is, I wouldn't give my numbers. Or I'd put it in a perspective that people can understand. Because like I say, well, you know, it's like, not the same perspective for everyone. So you Right. You know, but some people may only work on one show a year, like the example I gave you last episode where the guy makes But they still but the rest of the year doesn't disappear for you. Right. But like it doesn't just go bye bye. <laughs> like it's not like you can work. Right. But they're also they're also they want more from streaming. They because you know initially I think the studio said that um, oh don't worry about streaming. We don't think it's gonna it's gonna be a big thing. And luckily and then COVID. <laughs> was, yeah, and then COVID. And then COVID. Yeah. And so luckily they had put that in their last contract. Now the all like they said, they only want two percent of the profits and and that's, you know, that's their starting, which isn't their finish. Yeah. So that's 2% for the writers. I mean, you know, plus, you know, the talent gets whatever percentage. And then, well, this is what I know. When I see houses for sale on Instagram that are $40 million in California. And right. again, I don't know the California real estate. I don't understand why living on a fucking mountain that could collapse at any given moment right. is, is worth $40 million. Right. I don't understand. And they're literally on the side of this fucking mountain. I mean, it's just oh, it's yeah. a triangle. Is a mountain. I mean, on a I cliff. Think the mountains are wide, but essentially, yeah. I mean, it gets somewhere in the peak. Doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. You know, so it's like I don't. But not that it doesn't make any sense to buy a house on a mountain, but well, forty like, million dollars. So, do you take a mortgage on that, or um, you just hand someone forty million dollars in cash? And again, obviously, it's transfer of just computer numbers across a computer or whatever, but right. How's that like a legit thing? I mean, you could pay 40 people $1 million and that would be amazing. No, but they don't want to do that. But understand this is just this person's house. Like right. the person's house one, is $40 million. But it's well, probably just one house. I, you know, let's just break it down for the regulars in the room. You know, regular people don't have more than one home. Most right. people don't even have one home. So Right. Let's break it down for the regulars. The regulars, if your home costs $40 million, what do you think your salary is? $41 million? I don't think so. Right. So I just, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, what? That's where my problem in lies. Like, that's not fucking realistic. <laughs> so I say to corporations and movie studio execs and whomever, like, Get your shit in check. And to these actors, and I get it. Listen, it's a talent. For sure, it's a talent. I mean, like, my son loves every Tom Hanks movie that was ever created, or at <laughs> least the ones he's seen. But he's seen right. a pretty good variety, and he loves them. I mean, yes, there is talent in people, 100% in the writing and the lighting and the makeup and the th right. 100%. Pets, but we need to be reasonable stuff. about the dollars that it cost i mean if you have homes in la that cost that much and you have a big fucking homeless population it doesn't take much to do the math right i don't well, the and i mean and i, I get that it's sad that someone's gonna have to take the hit and someone's gonna take the loss but 
I don't care. You don't. They've just been living fat and happy for so long. Like there's an end because you can't, unless you go directly to just like servitude. And I, for one, am not going to servitude. I don't do servitude. No. Sorry. But you would like to be, you know, one being served. I would, but I would also pay them a living wage because I'm not such an asshole. I don't, I don't want to have like servants for real, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it'd be great to have someone clean my house. I mean, I don't, that's a nice employee to have. I'd like that. Oh, I'd more like someone to be a cook for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my dream right there. I don't need a big home. I just need a person cooking for me. Live and cook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. So, anyway, so um. Anyway, back to power. I know. Sorry, that was like a long tangent for a show. Yeah. Anyway, watch the show. It's and about it women who can now kick the shit out of men for a change, which is mm-hmm. so wonderful. And it's also about you know men's response to that situation, which is predictable to say the least. Hmm. Listen, I, I love men more than anything. I, I they really it's fun. But um <laughs> that was a great endorsement. I you know, I, you know, because it's fun. That's what it is. It's a fun time. It's not, yeah. you know, but if you want to get work done, you go to a woman. I mean, and I can't, it's not even a feminist point of view. It's just facts. I mean, I'm not saying everyone and everything, and obviously not. Hmm. But by and large, I sort of feel like if you want something done, you go to a woman to get it done. If you want someone to like play with their penis half a day, you go with the man. Uh-oh. Because we both know that's what they're doing half the day. Half the day? I would say minimally. Yeah, that seems a little generous. I think they think about their penis at least half the day, which means they're not thinking about working or cleaning or cooking or whatever. And I know you're the exception because you're the single dad who does it all like a magician. <laughs> no help. Um, and I, and I, you know, I, I give you as much praise as I would any single parent, right. you know, obviously it's hard. It's hard work. I know, you know, it's all good, yeah. but um, yeah, by parent, and large, I think men respond with violence. I don't think there's ever been a thought in their head. I don't. So like, <laughs> I got a new toy. Let's run someone over with it. Let's show it off. Let's blow some shit up. Yeah. And I get the excitement behind blowing things up. You know, it's like, wow, <laughs> there's a reaction. It's so I got ex- I got excited because I bought a new pan the other day. <laughs> I was so excited to try it out. That's cute. Back to but our that, cooking. Segment. That's cute. Like, yeah. And that's not killing anyone. No, no. Although yeah. I guess you could hurt somebody with a pan if you wanted to. But I suppose. But I'd rather cook with it. I suppose. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to ever come across someone that I'm going to smack with a pan. <laughs> I don't think I mean, so. I don't know. Pans don't kill people. People with pans kill people. That's right. It's yeah. people. And that's a whole conversation for yikes. No. I can't even go down the gun. Yeah. Best way to stop a person with a pan mind. is another person with a pan. <laughs> well, you know. So I got a press release because I like to call this segment press releases. Okay. Press release uh, says that uh, pet owners from Florida are among the least likely to spoil their pets, study finds. And I'm thinking, bullshit. I see pets, I mean, being spoiled. I see Great Danes in supermarkets. I see, you know, 
pets are everywhere. People think they, they feel like they can take their pets to the, okay. to the, you know, uh, to everywhere. dinner. Uh, what's, what's the cutoff? I mean, do, do you, there apparently isn't in, in Florida. And I, again, maybe we just live in a state. I, and I, we do, we live in a state where you can shoot someone and right. by shooting, let, 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 you know what, let me back up. I don't want, you know, gun people to like start to hate on me because, oh my God, I said, shoot. You can murder someone, so you can murder them however you choose, um, in your doorstep because you believe they threatened you. People get off of on this law all the time in Florida. Right. And mostly it's white people shooting black people. That's just facts, but whatever. I think that's why. That's a that's a big reason why people are allowed to just like it's the wild, wild west here. And again, I understand this is just a dog in a grocery store, but I don't want your fucking dog in my fucking grocery store because that means we are like one step away from a wet market. Yeah, I'm waiting for some dog to take a big dump somewhere or pee. I mean, I, I had to walk past yesterday when I was in Publix. I had to walk around like four or five dogs. And That's I'm gross. like... That's a lot. That's like not even one rando. No, from small little dogs to big dogs to a bulldog. Like, what do you need a bulldog in a in a grocery store for? And then people bring their dogs with their strollers. I think it's a baby. It's a dog. It's like, what is wrong? Why people need dogs? I don't. I definitely don't understand the dog in a stroller thing. I mean, I understand. I appreciate that people want to be pet owners and that you know they they like dogs. So there's dogs people. There's dog people, there's there are cat people, but you don't I don't see people taking their cats everywhere. Why didn't why do they have the need to bring your dog every fucking where you go? Because people are fucking people, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I hate dogs. And not because I think that they're gross and smelly and stupid, but I do think all those things. But mostly I just hate them because I'm allergic to them. And when I see, you're, you know, people with nice their dogs, dogs. You're nice uh, to dogs when you see them. What? You're nice to dogs when you see them. I don't kick them, but I don't talk to them. Sometimes I do. And yeah, sometimes sometimes I do. Because honestly, I only do because I don't want people to think I'm a serial killer. Oh, is that why? 100%. Because people expect you to talk to their dog. I don't want to fucking talk to your dog. I don't give a shit about your dog. And I don't want your dog touching me. Because when your dog touches me, I fucking get a rash or hives or I'm just itchy and uncomfortable. And I can't stand it. And I don't know what's going on with dogs and the situation, but I don't want it on me. So I don't say hi to your stupid dog. And if I want to say hi to you, I will. But honestly, I can sense from your body posture, eye contact, and just general energy that you want me to engage with this like, dog that I don't want to engage with. I don't care. I, know. I don't care that you have a dog. I don't fucking I'm like, oh, don't worry. He doesn't bite. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, He's I wasn't going to touch him anyway, so right. don't worry about it. <laughs> and I just don't want to be walking by a dog, a giant dog in a grocery store, wondering if he's just going to you know, attack me. Because I, you know, you don't I'm, think great I'm reaching Danes for the pork chops. What's that? <laughs> I don't think Great Danes attack. I think they're just like big stupid dogs. They're actually no, not stupid. Bulldog they're actually smarter, bull? but yeah. Hmm. I mean, dogs don't have any place in a grocery store. That's where our no. food is. That's my That's point. That's my what point. What I mean, we're like one step away from a wet market. Because if you start bringing animals around the food, 
that's how you get some sort of. I'm surprised you don't see dogs in, in, in movie theaters. I mean, quite frankly, you know, I don't. It's probably because they would bark. <laughs> probably because they would bark. But to be honest with you, I bet people bring them now because the movie theaters are basically empty. Probably not in like, you know, but during the day, not like. But why are people bringing their mother dogs anyway all over the place? Everywhere. It's Everywhere. stressing me out. I can't, I can't. It's stressing me out. I want to pull it on my ear. It, it's just stressing me out. The whole thing is fucking stressing me out with the, the, the pets and the dogs and the animals. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate them. I don't want them in. I don't. It's not. You don't need to bring it to the restaurant. It's not your baby. Calm down. A dog was meant to be alone. So get this, though. These are the, these are the top 10 U.S. states that are least likely to buy their pets gifts or to be to spoil their pets. Okay. And uh, number number one is Mississippi. <laughs> I'm like, of course. I mean, I, I wonder how they base that on. Like, do they just. They, they base it on Google searches. So oh, that's people, interesting. Yeah. So, so this is based on what people searching for, like, you know, chew toys for dogs and, you know, cat scratch, whatever. Gifts for their pets, you know, pampering, you know, things that you can pamper your pet with. And so they, these are the 10 states that uh, following Mississippi is Louis, uh, Louisiana, which I'm like, OK, this makes sense again, because when I think of hounds. You know, and dogs running around in backyards and things like that. I think of Mississippi. I, you know, that's actually interesting. I don't believe I saw any dogs in New Orleans. What's that? I don't believe I saw any dogs in New Orleans. No. When I was there, I I mean, granted, I can't. I mean, well, I mean, people take their dogs everywhere here, but yeah, it wasn't like that. Maybe it's just way too touristy. And not, you know, enough locals live there. I really didn't see a lot of people with the dogs. Right. Well, you all, you were also in the tourist area. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but I've been to lots of tourist areas and I still see people with their stupid dogs because it's also residential too. You know, it's like in Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, those are all huge tourist destinations, but I see so many dogs because it's also residential. There, I don't think it's really super residential. Like not where I was. Right. Everyone lives in the place where it floods. <laughs> Maybe that's why there aren't that many dogs in Louisiana, you know, because of Katrina. Who knows? Maybe. The population. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess anything is possible. That's true. Yeah. That's you know, true. That's got a little morbid. <laughs> I mean, but it could be true. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I was there. I, I have a lot of questions about Louisiana, but I, you know, I don't live there. And I can only, you know, try to fix one state at a time. But Jesus Christ, I mean, poof, I'm so confused as to why they rebuilt the Ninth District and why you have a Mississippi River and then you have a wall and then you have the Ninth, ninth District opposite the river. OK, and you would think here's the river. Here's a wall. Here's the town or somewhere. The town's here. Yeah, below sea, sea level. I don't understand why they just don't fill it with shit. Or here's an idea, and I know this is going to be like mind blowing. So give it a minute, let it rest. Okay. Why they just don't pay for them to go live someplace else? I don't understand. Why I, would they do that? I mean, well, poor because people we have, bail out huge industries like the car industry and the airline just, industry. Yeah. And we bail out banks all the time yeah. because the they time. don't know how to control their shit because they're greedy little fucks. Um, the insurance industry. 
I don't, that's just a scam. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, because that's why, that's why, because we do it for all these other things. So I don't understand. And it's very confusing for me. I mean, I'm sorry that, you know, people, I don't know, live in the middle of the state and they don't want black people there. Get the fuck over it. Get the fuck <laughs> over it. Nothing will happen to you. Get the fuck over it. Nothing happens. That's a little adds a little fucking color. That's the only thing I can say. It adds a little color to your town. Nothing happens. They they go to work. They work. They, they go home. They have kids. They have families. Yeah. They do normal things. They're doctors. They're teachers. They're lawyers. Yeah. I mean, and again, okay, maybe the people in the ninth district aren't necessarily doctors, lawyers, what have you. And I and I understand that totally. But they can do other whatever they're doing in in Louisiana. They can certainly do in your town. It's not really a problem, right? I don't. They're just darker people. Like I'm human, and they're human people, and they're just darker. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. But. So, all right. Remember, I was telling you the other day that I, I uh, another press release related story that um, Hialeah and uh, Hollywood, Florida, had saw the uh, highest, the largest annual rent increase for one bedroom apartments. So, twenty eight percent increase in Hialeah versus twenty four point two percent in Hollywood. That's shocking. Yeah, and. You know, where most people, I think the medium income is like $44,000 a year in South Florida. Somewhere oh, I don't there. know how people, I mean, I know how sort of people do it. They um, live in debt or they have roommates They're or roommates. both They're people are family. working. You know, it's like a one bedroom, but it's like a couple or whatever. So both people are working. Um yeah, no, it's scary. <laughs> Hollywood is near and dear, and it's scary. And I know why. I mean, it, we've had a huge influx of people moving in in the last, you know, few years since COVID. So, not surprising. I don't know why people want to live here, but okay. Oh, because it's wonderful. What are you talking about? I mean, it is. I mean, there are. Listen, if you're if you're stuck in New York, and even during COVID, where you couldn't go out and like the snow. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. I get you know. There's bigger yards, and you know, dollar for dollar, it's obviously better than being in New York or Jersey or Philly or whatever. Um, but I don't get it on so many other levels. But I guess they're used to like traffic, a lot of traffic, a lot, a lot of traffic. Or they're used there's to a lot of traffic here. There's a time I mean, so much. And then, you know, and then I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I feel like education's better in those states. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, like there's there's pros and cons to everywhere, but mostly Florida's sinking or not sinking. It's not, I mean, it's not sinking. That's just stupid. No, the water, water's rising. Water's rising. Yeah. Due to whatever catastrophe, King Tide or there's always rain. a king tide here. Or it's a hundred year storm or maybe right. just ice caps are melting. I don't know. 
there but are all, all that regardless there's a situation happening and the water's increasing i don't know what to tell you well this you know by my house there you know we, we've walked through the neighborhood and you've we've seen them build up the seawall there at one one part there wasn't a seawall now there's a huge what was it about like five six feet the seawall something like that maybe not yeah. six probably about five feet yeah yeah more or less yeah and and the water is like you could see the water rising so i mean it's not going to reach that height yet no but some parts some of the low-lying areas when it rains you can't it's it, they're impassable right. you know you can't well, I, that, I mean, but that's the problem. I mean, they built this wall that, I mean, essentially just seems like it's protecting the finger islands. So, you know how like right. they go out and they're like fingers. So it seems like that wall is really meant to kept, keep the water this way. And then all the water that comes down from the other side is just going to all fill that area, I suppose. It's all going to just like come also, there. The water doesn't have anywhere to go because if the water is this high, I, the other side I, I don't, the I don't know why they built it. I'm just trying to be dumb for a second. If, and if I was dumb, figure what would I do if I was dumb? But they're continually building homes there. I mean, but it, I there, don't, there's I new know. construction going on all the time. I don't know why they don't have eyes. I'm so confused. Like it was if one you house walk in these areas, you can clearly see the sloping and the water and the situation. Right. There's one house that what you, you pointed out is like a nine out of 10 in a flood zone. And this house been on, has been on the market for a year, I think. Yeah, a little over a year. The, the, the owners have moved out already because their big catamaran is gone or the yacht is gone. But I think the house is what, like twelve million dollars or something. Fourteen, I thought. Fourteen, right? Yeah, and they can't move it; they can't sell it because I know. Who wants to live? But there? I mean, they can't even sell four million dollar homes in that area. And also, I mean, again, they are because they're building prices four, are like insane. They're building four four million dollar homes in one on a, on a plot that had one home on it. And now there's four. I mean, it zero really backyard. is magnificent that area with these old palatial estates. I mean, it really is. I mean, the and that's the thing. I mean, the opulence of people. I mean, it really is amazing. You know how people have made their money throughout the. I mean, you don't even know who owns half of them. Some of them you no. do because obviously it's like a celebrity or someone. You know, whatever. But yeah. most of the time you don't know them. Um, but it really is. I mean, it, it, there really is something amazing about that. And that's why I say I don't begrudge people money. I don't. I really fucking don't. I don't. However, get a grip. You, right. you can have money. You just can't have all the money. No, we've come full circle. You can't keep trying to, to pull it from people who don't have any more. Right. It's a, it's. <laughs> it's impossible. There's not. There's nothing left. There. There's a cap, and we've reached it. And keep arming people with weapons, and you starve them. Then it's never. Well, it doesn't bode well. Watch one goddamn documentary. One. I mean, the only reason people in England have not literally like gone ape shit with their monarchy is because. Their, the monarchy really started not taxing them, the ones that lived at home. They're depleting the Caribbean. Right. That's the people that they steal from. They're not stealing from the people at home. Like they learned how not to steal and to then stay in their glorious reign. 
but there's not a lot of Marnakis out there that are still doing that. I mean, no, there's not many at all. Well, England has it again. You know, I don't write the history. It's not my fault. Yeah, seems like the, the Royals have it figured out over in England. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely have it figured out. I mean, and, and also, like, you know, from watching so many documentaries, you know, regardless of, you know, how much is interpretation, yeah. um, you, time is time. I mean, you have a timeline and we all know, you know, what certain things are basically going on. But you see, like, how England, you know, all these other monarchies started to fail because of the foundations of America. And even, you know, before, but all these kind of ideas that started to come you know, about, you know, independence. And what started happening was monarchies thought this was great, sort of in the beginning, let's have enlightenment, but they knew that they really couldn't do anything. But the problem is, is like, when you put that idea in someone's head and you starve them, but you start giving them the idea of like, things should be equal, or I am fucking up a little bit, you know, they're gonna start to, you know, revolt, because you can't starve them. You can't have it all. And so one by one, all these monarchies failed, you know, all across Europe. But England was kind of like the last place because they had set that, you know, they already plundered and pillaged the Caribbean where all these other monarchies weren't doing anything. Right. Like they were still plunging and pillaging their own. Right. But also, you know, <clears throat> over in England there, I, mean, I feel like they're brainwashed at an early age, um, you know, because I, I was talking to a guy from uh, England and he was talking about watching the coronation and that how he said, oh, you don't know. Like when I was a kid, I remember they would take us to the palace and they'd show us the golden, uh, what was the the cherry or what it was, not, not the cherry, what the thing that he wrote in. What's, the carriage? Uh, the carriage, that's that. yeah, the golden carriage. And he remembers seeing all this stuff and, and all the girls want to grow up to be princesses and all, you know, and it's just, they, it's like, they, you know, from an early age, they're taught, they respect this. Yeah. You know, mount the monarchy and, and how wonderful it is. Right. And they still, they still, <laughs> as adults, they still believe that. I, I feel, yeah, I feel like the younger generations, I think it's a very tit for tat. I mean, I think at this point, it's like, it's also heritage and tradition. You can't just like, you know, back in the day, people didn't care if they were stealing, you know, the jewels or the paintings or the whatever and burning them or selling them off. It didn't mean anything. I think now when you look at jewels or crowns or carriages or chairs or whatever it is, um, and you see this huge, long, you know, succession of 400, 500, 600 years, you're really kind of like, Damn. I mean, because you really shouldn't be thinking that. I mean, there are jewels that the monarchy owns that belong to the last Tsarina of Russia. And that was like the 20s. So 1920s, that's a hundred years. I mean, that's amazing. There are these, and there's, and the thing is, it's like, it's not even just that it's amazing, but the concept of we have pictures of them wearing it but on both sides makes it even more amazing that like these and they're magnificent i mean what what can you do with that you know so they're kind of just stuck because luckily they're not starving their people because they're giving them free health care at least minimally and pensions that are not being looted by unions hedge funds hedge funds yeah or whoever else does it i don't really know i just know those two yeah you know I mean, that's why these banks failed just recently that no one wants to remember or talk about. But well, that's why, still, because they took more deposits 
right. they fucking gambled them on bullshit things that probably only benefited them right. because it's not like it was like something you've actually heard of and right. lost all the goddamn money. Yeah, they put it a lot of a lot of these banks put in crypto and and crypto lost like 98% of its value, a lot of the crypto that has. And so, you know, that's what the insurance companies do too. They take your money and they invest it. And then, you know, yeah. then, and then know, they can't pay out come payout day because yeah. they don't have the money and then they go plunder they the government. Yeah. Well, they're they like, well, the we can't that's... pay these people. Yeah. And the government says, okay. I mean, that's like, right. Because, because here the government's in Florida, stupid. DeSantis cares about the, the insurance companies and not the people. I mean, it really is just a flick of a few numbers to reevaluate the situation. I mean, enough is enough. Right. I mean, you know, if you're one of the wealthiest people in America and your wealth is in the hundreds of millions of dollars. I think that's enough money. I, I feel, I sort of feel like even 50 million is enough for you. More than enough. For me, yeah. I dream of winning. So I just, I don't get it. Like, I just feel like it's just a flick of some numbers and we're going to reevaluate. And what we're going to do is we're just going to oopsie daisy, like the money disappears from these millionaires' accounts. And by millionaires, I mean billionaires and with a B. And we'll just put it into the government coffers, like oopsie daisy. And then, like a miracle, we can have. You know, days, fucking you know. housing, that's normal. You yeah. know, I think the government really needs to start looking into buying Floridians out of their properties. I don't, or subsidizing on a national level if they want to continue to have Florida here. Um, at least ride it until they can't no more. Um, they've got to start subsidizing our health care, uh, not health care, our flood insurance. It's right. enough. You can't well, add a monopoly on top of which P.S. It's like a monopoly now because I think it's only like two companies. Two which, companies. Yeah, and the flood I mean, insurance okay, is not have, a monopoly technically, but the insurance, uh, flood insurance has doubled and even tripled in some cases here in South Florida since I know it's crazy. Year of flood. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I was the I stop yeah. and the king ties and then magic came and no, there's water, lots of it, right? And it's all in the wrong areas. And the earth is going to fix that. And it's up to us to pay attention and yeah. make do with what we're given because we fucked it all up. <laughs> all right, Mouth. This has been an interesting conversation. We've been all over the place. And then some. Yeah. So everyone, thank you for watching and listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. You know, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, and then other platforms to come. Until True next that. time, thank you. Bye. Bye.